And welcome back to Bits and Caffeine, everybody. We have uh, an interesting one for you guys today. It's about Microsoft. They had a leak, and it's about CS2. Please tell me you're going to mute that, but also maybe not. <laughs> I don't even know what that sounded like, so if anybody didn't hear that, that decided that I muted it. I was just trying to annoy Alex when we were starting the recording. Our second start yeah. recording, actually. Our second start. Yes, that was uh, that was my bad. I was um, I thought I was recording for maybe about five minutes, and uh, and I just it wasn't. It was always going to happen at some point. Are but, you recording uh, now? I am recording now. Yes, we are good. We are good now. All right, perfect. <laughs> anyway, Alex, how have you been? I've been good. You know, tired, but it's uh, not bad. You know, that's what caffeine's for. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. I've been good as well. I just woke up a late while watching an F one race in the morning because it was in japan but all good all around red bull one favorite team let's go <laughs> but uh anyways let's get a little bit into the news here alex care to start us off sure uh today our news section like i already kind of mentioned is about a microsoft leak which is um Scarity knows a little bit about this but it's a it's a major microsoft leak potentially one of the biggest ones in microsoft's history uh, but it's leaked emails and a lot of their leaked plans with different companies and games with those companies and stuff like that, including companies they plan to acquire. They had uh, some leaked emails and just like, you know, uh, plans with various companies that got leaked. And it, it was uh, there was a lot of information about that stuff. There was also stuff leaked about their um, upcoming console and their console controllers and stuff like that. Um, just a just a lot of information that Bethesda or not Bethesda that. Microsoft did not want you to, did not want the world to know yet. So, so they left it. What was your favorite part of the leak? My favorite part about the leak, probably the Bethesda stuff, to be honest. Nice, nice. I, uh, I'm kind of looking more in the area of seeing how they are Xbox reacted to specific things because you could tell from the leak that the Switch 2 is supposed to be around the same performance as the PS4 and Xbox One. Which doesn't sound like a lot because the Xbox One came out years ago and the PS4 came yeah, out years ago. Yeah, but that's still it's a handheld. Mm-hmm. It is a handheld that can run that. That is really good if that actually works. I know that Xbox and Microsoft were trying to basically buy Nintendo, which yeah, that happened a long time ago where Nintendo just kind of laughed in their faces. But it looks like they were trying to rebuy them again. Which yeah, they they got plans. Yeah, they got plans, but I don't know if that's going to actually. Uh, I don't, I don't think Nintendo's gonna do that, but you know it'll be it'll be cool if they do. But you think so? Uh, I think it's I think it would be a good option, especially with kind of the state of gaming right now. I know Microsoft is slowly turning into a monopoly, but um, yeah, for sure. I mean, that would probably bring over a lot of Nintendo games onto the PC market, which a lot of people don't like. But I don't really care. I, I it would be nice to have games available because pirating especially Nintendo products is a really big thing because they won't leave their own platforms. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't really have much of a, much of a thought on the Nintendo stuff. Cause I don't really play Nintendo games or Nintendo like stuff. I think my sister has a switch, but that's like, that's about as close as I am to any Nintendo products. Um, since the, <laughs> since the Wii, which I think I got rid of in like 2014 or 2015. So Yeah. Yeah, I miss my Wii. I don't have it anymore. There's a lot of games that I want to play on it again, but I just don't have a Wii. That's <laughs> fair. There, there's another big company, though, which you probably have a little bit more of a, a voice behind that I know that Microsoft was planning on acquiring, or at least we was thinking about it. Um, 
that was Valve. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, I don't I, think I figured you Valve. I so Valve is actually a company made up of old Microsoft employees, specifically Gaben, it was one and mm-hmm. a couple other people. Um I know some of the big people back in the day who were in Valve are not there anymore. I think Mark Laidlaw isn't working for Valve anymore, but I could be wrong for that. But I definitely think that they own Steam. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> that right there is a huge thing. They make billions of dollars of profit off of either esports, Steam, and other platforms. It's. I don't think Microsoft would be able to buy them. I mean, they could try, and honestly, it would be great to see some collaboration between the two. You could already see Activision moving a lot of their stuff over to um, Steam, as well as a bunch of other yeah. companies are moving over to Steam because they're realizing the concept of having multiple different applications to run your games other than just using Steam is f***ing stupid. There could be some type of collaboration, but I don't yeah. think they could definitely take Valve and buy it. That's fair. And then we also have to get into the uh, the factor of um, monopolies. Yeah, well, that's that's what they come like they got into um, issues with the FTC. I think earlier this year with Activision, right? Basically, yeah, they, they just didn't want them to become a monopoly. Yeah, well, I think Sony was really pushing that because they didn't want uh, Microsoft to get the advantage over them, but uh, they yeah. failed that obviously because now Microsoft uh-huh. is in partnership with Activision, which is actually really big. Yeah. For them. It is, yeah. Did you hear about? Know, uh, yeah. Did you hear about Bungie? Uh, Sony trying to get Bungie. They're thinking that's a better. They'll be putting in more money than Microsoft and Activision. What are your thoughts on that? I actually don't really know the company Bungie. Uh, I, I I heard about that. I think I think you mentioned it a while back, but I don't I don't really know what Bungie makes or what their games are. Well, they have uh, some off the top of my head. I know they have, but uh, they have. Oh gosh. Oh my god, now that I brought this up, I can't think of any games they made. I know they made Destiny. Okay, well that's a big one, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, let's see, what else did they make? Oh my god, it's all trash. Okay, um... <laughs> so maybe not. <laughs> so Destiny made ha- the Halo series, Halo 2 through Reach. Okay, uh, They made Destiny, it. they made a couple other smaller games. Oni is a big one, I don't know if you've heard of that one. Uh, Myth and a couple of other smaller games, but basically the uh, Destiny Two series or the Destiny series is probably the major game to take the out of that. One. Makes sense. Yeah. So I guess they're trying to compete with Activision with that uh, that series. I guess, maybe. but I genuinely don't think that'll work. Yeah, Call of Duty is a little. Or I mean, obviously Activision has more than Call of Duty, but that's probably the big one. Uh, obviously, they have like World of Warcraft. Um, What's the other series? Diablo, right? I think, I think so, yes. Yeah. So anyway, like, yeah, but I think Call of Duty is like the big one, the big thing that would draw a lot of people to Microsoft with the acquisition. So, yeah. Yeah. I definitely um, think that if they were to get Valve, that would be pretty big. Oh, that would be huge. That would be insanely big. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of respect for Valve, if that isn't clear already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i know you follow valve a lot and yeah you've got, like gabe or whatever his name is the big guy Gabe newell i i will say that it was a absolute honor to uh one thing that has always lived in my head for the past year has been um i went to daytona 500 a while back now 
And mm-hmm. basically what we did for the Daytona 5 art, not what we did. Basically, one of the teams that um, was there was a team called Heart of Racing, which I follow. I love them. They're great. Um, and the company that owns Heart of Racing, well, not the company, one of the co-owners of the Heart of Racing is Gabe Newell. Basically, what this racing team is, is any money they make off of racing gets brought over to a charity that they own. I think they own it, or they're in in partnership with them. But Mm -hmm. they won. They won one of the categories. And I was really happy. I was like, yeah! So I send them... I I know that people talk about, like, oh, you could send an email to Gabe. So I sent an email to Gabe, and I was like, hey, what are your thoughts? And I actually got a response in, like, an hour from him. And nice. since that, that has been, uh, we actually had an email chain going for a little bit. And oh my God, that was the greatest moment of my life right there. <laughs> an own, uh, owner of Valve casually talking to me about racing. That is an experience I did not think I would have. Yeah. But uh, anyways, some other major things in the league were uh, specifically about their new console release, which is called Project Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. seems to be a obviously faster console but from the looks of it i don't think there's any like disc things so it's just going to be only digital only games. cloud-based games yeah yeah not, or, yeah, digital not cloud-based because they're still yeah you can still install probably but mm-hmm. it definitely feels like it'll be more um digital games it looks like the price is supposed to be around five hundred dollars which in the console area is a little pricey, but actually, that's about what I think a Xbox Series X was, especially at the start, right? I'm not too sure. I don't buy consoles anymore. Me neither. And they had the uh, controller as well, Sebel, Sebel, yeah, S E B I L E, which that's an Xbox controller. <laughs> I yeah, as well, it doesn't. It doesn't really look that much different, but I saw some stuff about like the haptic feedback and quiet buttons and um, thumbsticks and stuff like that. So I think some of that actually could be pretty, uh, pretty different and pretty cool. Um, but I, I don't really know how much of a difference it really will be from the current controllers. I do like the little the grip they have on the controllers. It looks really nice. But like, yeah, it's an Xbox controller. That's for sure. I don't like. <laughs> uh, do you have it pulled up right now, by chance? No, I was gonna. I was gonna grab my controller. My um, I have an elite. Oh, shoot, I don't even know where it is. I have. A, well, I have one of the elite controllers, the elite two or whatever. It's like a hundred fifty dollar controller, but it's it has like the the grip stuff that you see on the Sebel or whatever. Yeah, and it's very nice. It's a very it's a very nice controller. Actually, I literally, okay, I found it right here. So it's like this, and of course, it has the stuff in the background. That's something else. Wait, turn the controller but, yeah. around. Let me see the other side because I was gonna <laughs> talk about this. Okay, so that d-pad that you have on there right yeah, yeah. so i can take this off yeah i was going to talk yeah. about that because actually so on the controller from the looks of it it has a round part around the d-pad and i have we have elite controllers that have that at my house but i utterly hate that design me too that's why i use this version i have i have the round <laughs> I, I i hate the round design of a d-pad so much i understand why but i hate it i think it's a stupid yeah. idea but it's whatever it works that's what matters yeah is it wait i actually wait does the sebel have that or not i can't remember it does that's that's why i was gonna complain about it but um 
from the looks Do you think it, that they'll come with the the stuff that you can take them off, or maybe that'll only be the elites? Probably, probably, or you can just pay for a, a different controller. Um, yeah. But from the looks of it, at the same time, uh, some of the newer releases and whatnot seem to be. It, it does have a lot of decent hardware inside of it, which is nice. Okay. They are coming out with a uh, another one called Project Elliewood, which I just had up on my screen, but that went away. It basically looks like it's just the Xbox Series X, but it's like a refreshed version of it without the uh, disc thing again. Okay. I guess it makes sense. I mean, I feel like the discs have just been coming less and less of a thing, especially since Xbox 360 you know, got moved out for the Xbox One. It's just been... You know, more and more to download games has been has been the big thing. So I could imagine that if I think this thing plans to launch in like 2028 is their current goal. So I can imagine that they don't expect many people are going to be trying to buy discs anyway. So yeah, I'm not a big sense. fan of the move away from discs, but it's whatever. I know Fair. I haven't purchased a disc in so long, but I do like physical hardware. A great example Makes of sense. that is um, the online game Friday the 13th. Uh, it was a really old game that came out, and they're basically closing shop with that. Uh, another good example is Assassin's Creed. How they basically just got rid of the game for a bunch of people, one of the Assassin's Creed games. So physical hardware is always nice to have because you know that you will keep it forever. But it's it's definitely the move that we're taking when, when going into the future is getting rid of physical hardware. Um, yeah. Another good example of stuff that's coming out with that is they're planning on some kind of handheld. Oh, really? I th- yes. From the lo- from the looks of it, they're looking at a handheld version. Obviously, because the because handheld is kind of the way right now. It, I don't think it's the future, but I definitely think that it's. I yeah. definitely think uh, a Steam Deck is better than a Switch. I don't know. I don't have much use for it. I do travel a lot for my job, but uh, I definitely think that there is a market for it. Is the best way to put it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't. Sure. I don't think I would. I don't. I don't. I, I don't buy it to use it every day, kind of thing. That's for sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, kind of looking a little bit more into things. Uh, some other stuff we learned. In shocking revelation, Phil Spencer is actually a nice guy. <laughs> I actually, wow. I've, from the stuff I've seen about Phil Spencer, I actually really like the dude. I mean, I, I haven't seen that much of him, but like, for the CEO of a big part of Microsoft, the Microsoft gaming section, like, he, he genuinely just seems like a gamer, which is, I feel like is perfect uh for for somebody in that role i just i it just seemed more like a gamer than you'd typically expect for someone at that high level well during the leaks he was just playing starfield exactly yeah <laughs> like exactly and i've seen that he's been he's been caught playing fallout 76 and stuff which i think it's just, it's just really it's just really cool yeah he's just he's just a really chill guy and a lot of his emails got leaked about different yeah. kind of things and throughout all of it he just sounded like a really good boss to the emails which was uh a little weird to some people, apparently. I don't know why, but <laughs> the man is the yeah, reason that Xbox Game Pass is so cheap right now. Yeah, compared to what they have on their on their system, obviously it's going to go up in price eventually. But if you're choosing Xbox Game Pass or PlayStation Plus or whatever the hell it's called, it's definitely mm-hmm. the better choice than PlayStation. 
Yeah, well, especially because of the PC compatibility. I yeah. Think. But um, some other things. This is more of my area because I don't think Alex has ever played one of these games before. Uh, okay. The Yakuza game that's coming out is time to be <laughs> an, ex- an exclusive Xbox Series S. Let's go, exclusive content. PlayStation isn't getting Yakuza. Let's go. <laughs> me, who's like never, I, I don't use Xbox anymore, so it's like it's kind of bad for me yeah, as me well. Neither. It doesn't go on PC, but that's besides the point. It'll probably go on PC. I feel like that's kind of the if it's on Xbox specifically, it'll probably be on PC too. I think that's how it's kind of seems to be going. Yeah, it definitely will be at this point. But there's a lot of different kind of releases and whatnot that they're talking about. It's it's honestly surprising the amount of stuff that got leaked. Um, yeah, no, for sure. It's it's massive the actual amount of stuff that got leaked yeah yeah but i from the list of it uh kind of back to one of the other topics we were talking about it definitely they're really trying to push to buy nintendo and some other companies mm-hmm. um they're also looking at be uh they're, they're doing the whole business corporation type stuff we're trying to do like sustainability accessibility that type of stuff with their different kind of products and whatnot Looks like they're also working on a gaming keyboard and mouse. I hate hmm. I hate the concept of a gaming keyboard. Fair. The word gaming on a keyboard does not make it a gaming keyboard. Alex, what keyboard do you have? Uh, uh Razer. I have a Razer. I have a, I have a gaming keyboard. <laughs> That's ironic. That was really bad timing. Uh, <laughs> I have a uh, Unicop mobile uh oh my god i have a unicomp uh model m keyboard so basically it was I- old ibm keyboards but uh, okay. <laughs> not a gaming keyboard at all in the slightest but it's still cool um but yeah. yeah so it looks like they're really trying to grow in the gaming sphere there is there was talks that um phil spencer stated that if xbox uh, gaming. Uh, if Xbox Game Pass subscriber doesn't grow, like the base doesn't grow mm-hmm. by 2027, Xbox would leave the gaming industry. That was How? wait. Xbox will leave the gaming industry, or Microsoft will. If Game Pass doesn't, Xbox will leave the gaming industry. What does that even mean? Well, just basically they're done. Yeah, they're just- uh, yeah that. They're just gone, like because that's isn't. I mean, Xbox doesn't really have anything else, right? No, it's just under Microsoft, so Xbox would basically be dissolved, or or they would stop that's doing terrifying. stuff like buying up uh, other IPs and whatnot. Well, yeah, that, I guess that makes sense. They wouldn't buy stuff like Activision or try to buy Nintendo or Valve and stuff. Yeah, but there's definitely yeah. uh, a couple big things as well. Some other. Uh, good examples is Elder Scrolls Six was talked about. Yeah, That's well, that crazy. was in the um, that was in the big uh, Bethesda roadmap, I think, from 2020. It, so it was it was kind of like an old roadmap, but uh, to to some extent, it's pretty much come true. Where it's just like Starfield was supposed to be released in 2021, but of course, it was released only like a month ago. Um, actually, I don't think it's been a full month, but stuff like that so we're kind of in, in a way from that roadmap which is pretty old in itself we're kind of in the year 2021 imagine kind of. waiting for elder skulls for so long just for it to not come out on playstation <laughs> it might not i guess at this point i don't know what anyone's saying but now it won't see it 
that's the yeah. talks is that it won't be coming out to PlayStation. So I'm sorry for anybody who plays on the PlayStation, but buy an Xbox or a PC. Yeah, <laughs> buy a PC. Yeah, I think twenty. I think 2026 is when Elder Scrolls is planning on coming out. Um, and a couple of other ones, they have Oblivion and Fallout 3 they're planning on remastering, which is definitely kind of cool. I've played Fallout 3 and I loved Fallout 3, although I still love Fallout 4 better probably because it's like one of the first big RPGs I ever played. Uh, but Oblivion I've never played, but I'm sure I will if it gets uh, if it gets remastered. Yeah. Uh, some other good things that kind of came up was uh, Phil... Uh, noticing the leaks and talking about the leaks which was the big thing Um, yeah pulling up his tweet now reading the tweet it says we've seen the conversation around old emails and documents it is hard to see that our teams weren't shared in this way because so much has changed and there's so much to be excited about right now and in the future we will share real plans when you're ready so i definitely feel like with this leak they're going to be changing up a few things and getting rid of a few things but yeah. um, well, that's only time will tell with those. But it would be really nice if we can get some kind of updates on it. It's fair. It's really actually really surprising the amount of stuff that Xbox owns game wise, like game studios. Mm-hmm. Well, get- yeah, I mean, they, they recently acquired Bethesda. That was a big one. Yep. Can you guess uh, other studios? Guess some, guess some studios. Honestly, and I'll I'll, I'll tell you. Honestly, I don't really know that many studios' names. Uh, I mean, obviously they they I, I don't think I don't know if they fully acquired Activision yet. I know that that like they're moving forward and they're going to, but they basically uh, have. of course there's that one. Yeah. Uh, so obviously Bethesda, Activision, uh, Blizzard, right? Our Blizzard was under Activision actually, right? Blizzard, they have yes. Yeah. Um. I don't really know that many game studios by names, to be honest, though. All right, I will give you a list of them as well as some games okay. they made. From what, I, from what I know. 343 Industries. Never heard of it. Original Halo. From I think. Okay. I think. Let me quote. Let me. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'm about to get a lot of hate if that's incorrect. Because they worked on Halo. I just don't remember if it was the original Halo or not. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let's slow it on down here. Slow See it Halo on. Infinite. Oh god, they made Halo Infinite. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was Bungie. It was Bungie. They made the bad Bungie Halo with the original. They made the bad Halo. I'm sorry. Um Well, okay, I see. Okay. Books and Media. Oh, that's books and media. Continuing on. Playground okay. Games. I don't know who that is either. I was gonna say PUBG, but I'm realizing now that that's incorrect. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I am even failing at this. I should have had a list of this. I should have been prepared. Uh, Playground Games made some games like um, Forza Horizon. What? Oh my god, yeah, they are the Forza Horizon creators. Oh, that's cool. Oh, and Fable. Okay, cool. Yep, so that that makes sense. Uh, Blizzard, Mm -hmm. Xbox Game Studio, which makes sense. We have Rare. Do you know who they are? Nope. Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Worth a shot. Uh, <laughs> Raven. Oh yeah, I definitely know what Raven is, cool. but mostly just because it's old uh, Call of Duty. Uh, Obsidian. Mm-hmm. We got Mo- that's also old Call of Duty, right? I think so. We got Mojang. Microsoft, uh, uh, not Microsoft. Uh, Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a list of three different games. I'm going to say all at once: Sledgehammer Games, Infinity Ward, and Treyarch. 
yeah all call, call of duty yeah yeah <laughs> and uh there's a bunch more but i'm gonna finish it off with one more because this one's a special okay. one id id software they are the people that made the original doom oh okay they, i've never actually played the doom doom games they are really big and you need to play them okay i'm making that making that very clear right now as in like a in a few weeks that's 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 your game yep no <laughs> okay <laughs> no, we'll be getting to the game shortly. That's this is my game this time around. Uh, well, oh yeah, yeah. Finishing off this segment, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more real quickly on Microsoft and how they're gonna go about doing this. What are your thoughts on? Are they gonna? How how are they gonna take this leak? How do you think they're gonna take it? And if if it's I, gonna be bad? I don't know. I mean, I don't think. I think for Microsoft, it's pretty bad because a lot of the stuff that they were planning on probably keeping secret and then revealing is like, "Hey, we did this," or "Hey, we're planning on doing this." Um, you know, just got like released. I don't. I don't feel like they're probably going to change up too much about what they're doing. Um, but yeah, I think. I think just overall, there it's pr- it's pretty bad for Microsoft and how much stuff just got released. Are you okay over there? I'm good. Continue. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, I think for like the fans and everything, it's kind of cool. Cause we get to see, you know, the stuff that they have in the works, but of course, you know, most of that stuff's years away, like elder scrolls, of course, not coming out for another three years, but who knows that could also be delayed more. Um, you know, of course, fallout three remastered oblivion remastered stuff like that's just cool for the fans to see, but kind of bad for Microsoft. Cause they, they were probably planning on being like, Hey, we're going to re-releasing this. And you know, now there's no longer a surprise if they release it. And now if, if they don't end up releasing it because it's been spoiled, now everyone's being going to be like, Hey, why didn't you release that? etc. So I, yeah, I think overall for Microsoft, it's not very good. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's terrible. And I don't, I think pretty much they're not going to change too much about how they are going to do things. And like how Phil Spencer kind of did like, mostly just a response of how um you know they didn't really want this to happen but it's not really going to probably change too much so i think that's that's overall how microsoft is going to respond to it well they're definitely giving their competition a, a uh, example on where to go because now their competition sony all the other companies really understand what microsoft is up to great yeah to some extent yeah that's exactly <laughs> what we need for competition purposes but otherwise, I think they're gonna. I, I definitely think they're gonna be fine. They're yeah. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think this is gonna bring them down like the like Unity from last week's episode. Exactly. <laughs> that, that that their Unity is p- potentially just done. But Microsoft is gonna be fine. Up, I mean, this will probably hurt them a little bit, but I, they'll be fine. Update on Unity. They apologized and um, they that, are changing yeah. their stuff. But we're not too sure what it is of right now, as of the time of recording. Anyways. We will be going to ad break, and we'll be coming back. We'll be playing the game of the week, or in this case, host trials, until the name is changed. Wait, are we still calling it host trial? Okay. I don't know yet. We'll just say game of the week for right now, but uh, still hosting, so hosting game of the week. I don't know. But we'll be, when we come back, we'll be playing the game of the week, which in this case will be Counter-Strike 2. Bye-bye! Have you ever felt sad? I did. But then my doctor prescribed me Zatruch. Now, my music plays to a different beat. Zatruch will make you happy. And if Zatruch can't make you happy, 
and nothing will. Ask your doctor if Zatrud is right for you. Some side effects include swelling, coughing, and internal bleeding. After taking Zatrud, you might begin to feel dizzy and have intermittent seizures. Many people who take Zatrud find themselves sleepwalking throughout the night and suddenly have an intense bloodlust. Zatrud isn't right for everyone. If you're taking Zatrud and you experience necrosis of the skin and you feel like you're dying, you might need to contact your doctor. I'm glad that I found Zatrooch. I don't know what I would have done without it. I still don't. Thanks, Zatrooch. And we're back for another installment of Host Trials. On this episode of Host Trials, I am your host today, here with Alex. And we'll be playing a lovely little beta game called Counter-Strike 2. Alex, what experience do you have with Counter-Strike? Uh, not much. Probably about 20 hours, and all of which probably with you. Some some, in, some just like in competitive games. But mo- most of that, I think, was like outside before we were before we were hopping into the competitive stuff. It was kind of fun, though. Now, this does kind of break the host trial rules where you haven't played the game before. That's the whole kind of focus on host trials. For those who don't know what Host Trials is, Host Trials is basically one person comes in with a game that the other one hasn't played. We talk about it. We then play the game, which you can find on our YouTube channel. Check that out at bitsatcafe.com. And basically afterwards, we come back, commercial break, and when we talk about the game. Simple as that. Really easy to explain. Anyways, we'll be going over a little bit of an explanation what Counter-Strike is. Counter-Strike is basically the pioneer of FPS. That's it. That's all you need to know. Good night, everybody. I don't. I don't know if I fully agree with that, but that's... <laughs> no, I wouldn't consider that the pioneer of FPS. But Counter Strike goes back a very long ways, and obviously, it's a very popular game. The uh, newest installment of Counter Strike came out in 2012. Counter Strike Global Offensive, which you have played. Mm-hmm. Yes. Basically, very simple game design: five t- uh, terrorists, five counter terrorists. Um, bomb defusal um it goes to i think it's 13 rounds now or 13 wins but i'm not too sure they've been changing a lot of stuff with it um one of the major things and why i'm basically allowing this to be a host trials episode is that they are upgrading the game a lot from its original kind of standpoint the gameplay is still the same but a lot of the different designs in the game as well as different features make the game a lot more original and feel a lot more uh, modern compared to 2012 CSGO. Makes sense. I guess one one question I have for you is um the mechanics to the mecha- like the actual gun mechanics and shooting and moving around does that feel any different? Uh that usually feels the same for the most part. One of the bigger okay. mechanics involved is actually the nades. The smoke was a really big thing because of how they set that up. You're allowed mm. to shoot through it and you can actually see through the smoke. Yeah, I saw it's like that. it's more realistic smoke. Yeah, it's very cool, Which actually. Uh, it looks pretty nice. Uh, some of the major things about the game, uh, some of the big changes is the graphics. It's a lot of a brighter game now. Um, they took a lot of the UI designs. I'm not going to lie. A lot of the UI designs kind of feel like it's from Valorant. Okay. Uh, because of the... Uh, this is really bright. 
there's a little button on the bot or like a little icon on the bottom which shows you the amount of kills you get and whatnot. I'm not a big fan of it. It's too much on the screen, but uh, people, some people like it. So fair enough. Eyes of the beholder, I guess. But um, from what we've there's not been a serious announcement on when the game will release, but as of recently, Counter Strike the official Twitter posted saying, "What are you doing next Wednesday?" So everyone has now established that as it being the release date for Counter Strike Two. Okay, uh, but um, uh, some of the talking points about the game that I have is basically it's supposed to just be a modern version of Counter Strike. There's not much different in the way from just the normal setup. Uh, they have a new matchmaking system in terms of um more of like how the levels are shown and whatnot that you have a premiere mode which basically allows you to um kick out certain maps and whatnot okay. which is honestly all of it's just really well designed and i was really glad to be the first person like the first group of people to get counter-strike 2 in the first release batch but a lot of it's just quality of life stuff that's the main thing makes sense yeah, so uh, have you heard anything about Counter-Strike 2? Mostly just like the um, kind of how the smoke mechanics and like the the map, I guess, kind of is different and stuff. The smoke mechanics was really cool. I, like, I think you sent me a video on this like a few few months back. Cause, um, yeah, it's just essentially how like it, it, it'll track through the bullet and you'll be able to see through the smoke where the bullet was, which is just something you don't see in games. It's just very, very cool in the... Um, how they rendered all of that, I think. Uh, very, very new, very modern, something that obviously you wouldn't have seen in the 2012 game, but like something you still don't see in games release now. It's just something unique and makes it a very um, realistic shooter. It just makes it like pertains to that specific part about Counter Strike being realistic, I think. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, the stuff I've seen, but it's mostly just like visual stuff that I've seen so far. Okay. Yeah, so for those who do not know, I have about 3.1k hours in Counter-Strike Global Jesus Offensive. Christ. <laughs> I played a lot as a kid, and I joined my col- our college eSport team for a little bit. But we're not going to talk about those times. <laughs> uh, I, I have a very big love for the game, Counter-Strike. It's very close to my heart. Um, I definitely feel like out of all the shooters... Counter-Strike is one of the big ones, and I think that, in my opinion, it's better than Call of Duty. It's better than Battlefield. It, it just It's just a more comfortable game all around. I personally am not a big fan of hero shooters, so I don't like Valorant Fair. and stuff like that. But Counter-Strike is just the perfect mix. I like the gunplay, even though it can be aggravating. I like everything about it, especially just the tactics of it as well. Yeah. But um, another really big thing. I mean, do you like spending money? Uh, I think it depends on what money, what 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 stuff I'm spending the money on. Uh, do you like uh gambling? Not really, actually. And I definitely don't like spending well, thirty dollars on a on a fake knife. Well, it's a real shame because this episode is sponsored by CSGO Lotto Dash Money Dash Get Now Dash Uh snazzy.com 
Isn't that one of your friends? Thank you all. Thank <laughs> you all for your, thank you all for the sponsor for today. Uh, no, um, Counter Strike has done uh, has dealt with a lot of uh, controversy because of gambling problems with skins. Because skins equals money. Uh, a lot of Valve games currently have that kind of setup with the marketplace. Uh, but skins look cool. Obviously, you don't need to buy them if you don't want to. But yeah. it's definitely skins are definitely a lot cheaper than some other skins from other games cough cough valorant how much are the I, am skins not of paying, valorant? I am not paying 20 dollars for a gun skin oh fair enough i can pay like 10 dollars less than 20 dollars i could pay less than 20 dollars for about a whole entire inventory of csgo skins rather than a one skin for twenty dollars that has some like visuals that get distracting after the first five minutes of gameplay. Fair enough. They're not. They're not distracting. They don't. They're not animated. None of it. But visually, Counter Strike Two makes the skins look so much better. Okay. And they have little animated cutscenes at the beginning now and whatnot that look really cool. I actually decently like the cutscenes at the beginning of rounds, which is a little weird to say. Um. But yeah, I mean, have anything? Have 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 you had any kind of questions on Counter Strike or CS two? Not really. Uh, I guess for from a, like um, this is, has basically nothing to do with Counter Strike, but just in terms of gun skins and stuff like that. Uh, my favorite thing about the Call of Duty ones that have come out recently, it's not a gun skin, but it's a talking um, attachment that you can put on your gun. And it's it's literally a not actually an artificial intelligence, but it's like it's called Meg, I think, or, or Gwen, or something like that. And it will literally say things. It has like thirty voice lines that, as you go around shooting people and stuff like that. And uh, I may or may not have spent thirty dollars just to get that, but uh, <laughs> but it was worth it. You see, you see, I am the type of person I do not like animated things. That's fair. I think so. I think it makes. That's maybe one of my favorite things that Call of Duty has done that most people don't like. It's just like the overall like overtly visual stuff. I don't don't love all of it per se, but um, like like they added superpowers to to Warzone not that long ago, and I I think that that that's terrible. Uh, I what actually genuinely hell? hated that. You know the boys, the TV series. Yeah, they added a lot of the boys, or not. All, they added three of the boys' superpowers onto it, like laser eyes, laser vision, and like a pa- like a shock power thing. It's 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 terrible, actually. <laughs> you like inject yourself oh. with a thing, and then you got the superpowers for a little bit. But yeah, it's pretty okay. It's pretty bad. Um, I don't yeah. know how to feel about that, but all right. Yeah, it's uh, I I genuinely hated that. But I, I the one thing I loved about the the stuff recently was the uh, the talking gun, which I have. It's either Gwen or Meg. I don't rem- I can never remember the actual name of the gun, but that that's it. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I definitely like Counter Strike more than like Call of Duty and yeah. Valorant in terms of skins because it's Call of Duty definitely or not Call of Duty Counter Strike definitely has. I I I don't like animated stuff personally, Fair. so I like just the default stuff that Counter Strike has. It looks really nice. I wish I could have a knife, but they're really expensive. Hey Alex, can I have like uh can I have like two hundred dollars? We're not in college anymore. Ah <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah, so it's definitely um the the skins are definitely even if it doesn't sound like it, they are definitely a big part of Counter Strike. 
whether people like it or not. It's definitely a really big part portion of Counter Strike. Yeah. Valve does make a decent chunk of change off of it. Um, now I'm not recommending people go onto gambling sites, so don't. I'm saying that now. Do not go onto gambling sites. You will not win. Even though if it looks like people are, and even though it looks like streamers are winning, they're probably getting paid. So keep that in mind. But um, I definitely feel like Counter Strike Two is a really, definitely a needed upgrade. Yeah, and it's it's it just looks nice. Honestly, I I have no problems with it right now. Some people do. I don't personally, but it just looks nice. That's about that's all I gotta say about that. Honestly, what are the problems that some people have about it? Uh, some people are just not a big fan of the tick rate. One people wanted one twenty eight tick, and Counter Strike is kind of doing a mix of tick rate. I'm not too sure how to explain their tick rate system. Because it's a little confusing even to me. I don't really follow it too much. Um, but it's just basically a way for um, multiplayer connections and whatnot. Okay. But what, what they're trying to do is make it so tick rate doesn't matter. And using stuff like sub-tick updates. Um, which I'm not too sure what it is specifically. Because I'm, it's not my kind of field. It Fair. is really interesting to look at. And really interesting for them to explain it and whatnot. But um, yeah, definitely something that you I would recommend looking a little bit more into because I don't not I'm not too sure. Is tick rate kind of like a frame rate kind of thing? I would say yeah, it's just kind of like the way that uh, the multiplayer works in connection with everything. Okay, I guess so I, player, can, I can I player see movement. They, I, I can see how they maybe um try to just make it even for everybody, regardless of what kind of a computer you have. If you have like a high end versus low end, they try to make it a little bit more even. I could see that. I might be. Yeah, it's just like kind of is. Yeah, it's just player movement and whatnot. It's just it just depends on what you have. Okay. It's very it's very interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyways, we're going to be going in and playing the game now. Are you prepared, Alex? Absolutely not, but I'm ready. Kind of. Is your Call of Duty skills going to connect over to Uh, Counter Strike? I think we both know that that answer is no. (laughs) No, it's not. Anyways, if you want to look at it, the video should be uploaded at the same time this is uploaded. You can check out our YouTube channel as well as our other social medias and where we stream our podcasts on bitsandcaffeine.com. So just click on that, go to YouTube, and you'll find the video of us playing the game with little funny moments that Alex edits. So if there's any problems, blame Alex. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, you can also see it in the description down below, which will be another way for us, uh, another link over to our website. So we will see you all on the other side. See you all soon. And we're back. We uh, took a little couple days off to uh, get Alex's mind situated, as well as waiting, because today we are recording on September 27th. Mm-hmm. And it is officially the release of Counter-Strike 2. Literally, the game released about two hours ago. Yep. Have a play- Alex hasn't played since, but mm-hmm. um, it's released now, and it's as good as I thought it would be. But uh, Alex, what were your thoughts on our little gameplay that we had? I think it was pretty fun. I uh, definitely think it was a good idea to uh, to play with a few of your friends and stuff. Um, definitely think that that led to just more like fun gameplay and stuff uh i think um 
the biggest thing for me was I kind of went in. Obviously, I was really terrible the first couple of games. And for anybody that watches our YouTube videos, you'll see that a couple of times when I'm like, I'm supposed to like plant this bomb over on B site. But I'm over here fumbling, throwing my guns, trying to get the bomb out, and then I actually throw the bomb. It was it was pretty funny. It made, I mean, honestly, it probably made me look like I don't know what I'm doing at all with those. But it, to some degree with keyboards, like, I, I don't... I, I'm really good with a controller, with first-person shooters and stuff like that. Like, being able to, like, move, adjust, and stuff like that. But, uh... And I don't think I'm terrible with keyboard and mouse or, like, moving around and stuff. But when it comes to switching weapons and getting the bomb out and stuff like that, I'm just, like, button mashing, and it's terrible. <laughs> you see, this is why our logo has a keyboard as well as a controller on it. Yes, I'm the controller. The purple, yeah, the purple keyboard for me, the green controller for Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't I can't be caught gaming on a keyboard. Not 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 for a first-person shooter, at least. If I were, like, to play The Witcher or something, like, I'm pretty good on a keyboard with that. That's fun. Um, but I mean, it was definitely, uh, I don't think I, I think as the game, as the games went on, I think the first game, I think we played four. The first game was, um, I was pretty terrible. I, I don't think anyone expected it otherwise. That was the second game. Didn't really get much better. Maybe a little bit better. The third game, I got an ace and it was like, I actually like was pretty decent. I mean, I don't, I don't think I, I, I didn't carry the team or anything like that for sure. But I was like, I was up there. Uh, I don't even remember what happened during that ace. I don't think I was around you when that happened. You were actually. I I've been through editing the video and everything like that, which is probably why I know a little bit more about how poorly I did. But um, yeah, I, I was going through that. You were hiding behind this thing, and you got a couple shots in on a guy. But I killed two guys as they came around the corner, and then you were like, they didn't they didn't notice me or something like that. And then I oh okay yeah that was that was I the know. ace yeah, uh, but even like yep. past that, I think I was that, on banana. Yeah, banana. Like by banana the car. Inferno. Yeah. 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 That's banana. I only know a few callouts from any of those maps and that's about it. You gotta learn you gotta learn your callouts, man. Come on. I, I played that map once. <laughs> it's a good map, but we have Dust Two back now on the original pool. So yeah. now that's that was, two is out. That was probably the map I knew the most because I think that was the one we really played when I uh when I played the first CSGO. Or the CSGO. Yeah. 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 The first CSGO. That was like counter-strike 2 yeah well i mean I, I didn't play csgo until i mean it was probably this year i think was the first time i'd ever played it with you guys and it was like i played maybe once or twice with y'all maybe two hours tops yeah i think so but uh it's definitely a big experience to kind of go from call of duty games to csgo especially with the shooting mechanics for sure for sure yeah that was a that was a really difficult yeah. thing to get over when running and shooting is not a recommendation in csgo at all yeah, y'all you'll, you'll see me like a couple of times just like aiming for their heads when in reality I probably should have been aiming more for the body because I know it's going to recoil up. I, I remembered that, but it was terrible. And then, of course, there was the time where I uh, I pulled out, what's it called, the auto? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, one of your friends just goes like, Alex, I'm going to need you to throw that off the map right now. And I'm just like, what do you mean? And then three of them turn the corner. I pop off all three of them. And then another guy turns the corner while I'm reloading and kills me. And I'm like, I think you all are laughing because I got three kills. And that was like the first time that it happened. But no, y'all were laughing because I lost the game. <laughs> all right. Because I, I should have lost the game. There is a very simple rule that I forgot to explain before <laughs> the ad break. And that was. Do not buy the auto. It's yeah. not a set in stone rule, but 
it's basically a gentleman's agreement not to buy an auto. Once one mm-hmm. person buys an auto, the enemy team buys an auto, and yeah. then it just becomes unfun. So, <laughs> yeah. thankfully, they didn't buy an auto after that fact, but... It was close. It was, yeah. it, 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 they were close, especially with you mowing down three of the guys. I, I did, yeah. <laughs> uh, no one I, realized that you yeah. had an auto until you got until those right kills. before. Until and right before, it, yeah, yeah. Everyone cut in screaming at you, <laughs> our team. Yeah, throw it out of the map. Yeah, I, I think you and another guy typed. He's like, "Sorry, he's new." <laughs> yeah, exactly. You better have. You doing. better have that. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was. Um, I think overall the, the gameplay was hella fun. I think it's probably especially because we had a full team. Um, a little bit terrifying for somebody that didn't know what they're doing, probably though, because it was like competitive. And I don't think any of those people were that great per se. But like, I got I got mowed down in the first two games. I did pretty decent in the the, the third game, and then the fourth game I was like, all right, wasn't terrible, but I also wasn't great. But at the same time, like, I feel like it's a game where it takes a while for you to get really good at the game you know or at least pretty decent yeah it's it's a long time i'm sorry hold on. yeah it takes a long time to kind of get the grasp of how csgo works and mm-hmm. they change they don't change it frequently but they change it enough to the point where it kind of keeps it going i mean we had the whole issue two years ago now or plus two years ago like five years ago where the yeah. R8 came out, and then there was a whole issue with that, where it was too powerful that one shot to the body kills you, and it was cheaper than the Deagle. But um, definitely the Valve changes the game up a lot from time to time. It's a lot different than it used to be, but with Makes the sense. new update with CS2, it's just... It's good so far. I'm really yeah. hoping that it stays good. I will pick CSGO over Valorant any day of the week. Fair enough. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. I'm really hoping that community uh, servers come back online. That's a real big thing in CSGO that I didn't show you was community servers. Yeah. I think half of my hours were spent surfing instead of actually playing CSGO. That's half your, that's a lot of hours, buddy. (laughs) I I used to be very big in a combat surf server called Lobster. Uh, It's not, it's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. The server went down. A year ago or so um i used to be big into it in high school to the point where like i would join and people would know who i was oh wow yeah uh, and then i stopped joining and then i joined like a year later and like a couple people still knew me but i was just like i i, I didn't find the same interest in surfing again but Fair. um now that I have interest in surfing nobody does surfing anymore so that's <laughs> there's no combat sur- combat surfing is a dead I would say it's a dead um, game mode. Definitely. Yeah. How, um, yeah. how, I remember that you, when I, when I actually met you, you were on the, uh, the CSGO team. How long were you on the CSGO team for, uh, for I college? was on there, uh, I was on there for about a semester. Yeah. One, one to two semesters. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just wondering. So. Cause I, I remember, I remember that was like a really big thing. I, I didn't know anything about CSGO at the time. And I mean, I still probably didn't for a while after that, but, uh, yeah, I remember that was like a big thing. Cause you had a jersey and everything, right? Yeah, I sucked at it. <laughs> I doubt but, that. Uh, I I wasn't that good, but I definitely had no interest in. I, I thought I had interest in competitive, but I realized it was a lot. I I, I had more fun 
just going around my own way. Fair. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, but all in all, Alex, what were your thoughts? Like, what would what what kind of rating would you give the game? Let's go to the rating section of rating. this episode. Uh, honestly, it's a very well built game. I think from from bottom to the top, I, I think I got to give it a nine. Well, the thing is, is that you played the uh, beta. That wasn't even the full game. Yeah, but it, I mean, like, it's it's at, at this at the end of the day, it's not that much different from CS:GO. Of course, like the visuals look better, and I think I can definitely tell. Um, the visuals. Look my computer runs hotter. <laughs> yeah, my computer. My computer always runs hot. My computer runs loud too. Um, mm. But yeah, like I think. Yeah, I think I I gotta give it a nine. Well, I mean, not particularly because of how many things they change between CS:GO and CS2, but just because of how well of a game, um, how much like work they put into it, how how realistic it is, and how you know stuff like that. I guess is probably that's probably yeah. so. I think around a nine. It, it it seems realistic. Obviously, the spray is probably not too realistic, but in all the gameplay is genuinely a more realistic shooter. Yeah. I'm more of in, I'm more of in, into that stuff. So That's I mean, fair. a great example is look at um, battle royales. What was your favorite battle royale? Uh Warzone, but I barely really played it, any battle royales. Uh Warzone? Yeah. Warzone's Warzone's the Warzone. only one you can think of? Warzone's the only I I think it's the only one I've ever played. Uh so okay, let's do this. Let's take Fortnite and PUBG. I guess okay. Warzone too, but Warzone has superpowers now, so I think that really works with it, what I'm looking It hurts. For. It hurts. But yeah. Uh, but so let's take PUBG and Fortnite for example. Okay. Both came out around the same time. Both, I mean, PUBG came out before, but um, both came out re- relatively the same time. Mm-hmm. I was way more of a PUBG fan due to its realism. Fortnite, I was not a big fan of. Fair. I don't know. I, I enjoy realistic games more than I enjoy more wacky stuff. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah, that's why I do call. It, that's why I do Counter Strike over uh, Call of Duty, Battlefield, all that. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, Call of Duty before they added, you know, like Snoop Dogg and uh, like a lot of like superpowers and all that stuff. Thankfully, the superpowers are just in Warzone, so it's not that terrible. But before they added that stuff. I mean, it at least looked pretty realistic. And um, my favorite thing about Call of Duty 2, which I you played a little bit of, but not that much, is ranked, which is, I guess, just like the CSGO's version of like competitive. But that's that's because I've also been playing Call of Duty since I was 14, 15, and I've gotten pretty decent at it, at least with the controller. I've been playing Call of Duty for a long time, but it's just, I don't know. Switching over to PC, I found Counter-Strike to be the best option. Fair. But yeah, anyways, other than that, uh, do you have any other talking points in terms of what your thoughts were on the game? What were your thoughts on map uh, orientation and whatnot? I think the map orientation was pretty good. Um, I don't think I played enough of any of the maps to really get like to really truly know all of them. I mean, I think I know played. We played three different maps, I think. I'm pretty sure if played. I don't remember their names, but we played like the Skyline we one played, twice. We played Vertigo, which is the Skyline one. Mm-hmm. We played um, Inferno, which is the one you got the Ace on. Yeah. And we played Mirage, which was... No, we didn't play Mirage. I played played this one... Uh, I it had Bank. Bank and Long. Oh, Overpass. We played Overpass. Okay, yeah. 
yeah, so Vertigo, um, Overpass, and I already forgot Inferno. Crap. Inferno. Inferno. Yeah. I gotta say Inferno's my favorite, but that's probably just because I that was the one I did. I, I maybe I understood the map the most, that's why I did better in that one than the other ones, but or maybe it's just a matter of like luck at the beginning, which is totally plausible. Um but yeah, I think I, I think any all of the maps were pretty decent. Vertigo I remembered at least a little bit from the previous game. because uh, I think I had at least played that once or twice. And the other two I'd never seen before. Um but I think yeah, yeah I think the the map the map design was pretty pretty decent. Uh I don't normally gate like gauge too much on, on the maps and stuff like that, aside from like Call of Duty in which where they put a bunch of bombs or a bunch of car like explodable cars in a straight line and it uh makes for a very very not enjoyable time but that aside from that i don't really typically judge maps that much but the csgo or cs2 maps were pretty pretty decent the ones i played yeah i definitely think that uh the map design has been developing over the years there's been small little changes vertigo has gone insane amount of changes from what it used to be yeah. but all in all they definitely kind of update a lot of their maps are now are community made there are thousands of maps on the market or on the uh, workshop so there's a bunch that you can choose from if you have any interest. There's a bunch of Call of Duty maps on the workshop too. Don't tell Activision that. Really? But, um, Interesting. Yeah. Right. Just remakes and whatnot. I used to make my, or I made a map for CS:GO 2, but we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, <laughs> but all in all, any uh, final thoughts on the game? Uh, no. I mean, I guess just like if you if you're somebody who's never played the game, looking to get into it, uh, it's definitely a very fun game. But I would definitely play it with friends people that you know to start off with so that like they'll kind of help you out tell you what to do etc and stuff like that and um and just like stick with it because it's definitely a game that'll take you a few games like even if you're proficient with first person shooters it's definitely a game that will take you a few uh in-game games to to get used to it so yeah yeah well in all uh it was pretty good time Mm-hmm. Definitely, hundred percent recommend going to Bits and Caffeine on YouTube and watching the video because yeah. genuinely some really funny moments on there. But all in all, you can check us out at uh, bitsandcaffeine.com. Link is in the description down below. Uh, do you have anything to say, Alex? No. Well, in that case, I'll be leaving it off here. We will see you guys next Friday for our next episode of Bite Size Weekly. Bye bye. Bye guys.